This is National Native News. I'm Jill Freitas from KMBA in Anchorage, Alaska, filling in for Antonia Gonzalez. Native corporations and tribal organizations, as well as state and federal agencies, have already begun to hold meetings ahead of the Alaska Federation of Natives Convention. But the state's largest gathering officially gets underway on the evening of Wednesday, October 18th. AFN will kick off with an event to honor veterans. Nicole Stoops, one of the organizers for this year's AFN, says it will feature the work of Bill Hess, who has photographed Alaska Native veterans for more than 40 years. There's many in black and white. There are many in color, but they're all very emotional when you look at them. And it's just just a beautiful story to be told. Emil Nadi, one of the founders of AFN, former Alaska State Senator Jerry Ward, and Benno Cleveland, who earned a Purple Heart in Vietnam. Also that evening, AFN will premiere One with a Whale, a documentary that tells the story of a St. Lawrence Island teenager who landed a whale, a big accomplishment that was soon inundated by a wave of criticism from environmental activists. Stoops says some even made death threats. And to have that type of backlash, really, it shows his emotional turmoil and how his family suffered through that but also persevered through it. Stoops says the film will set the tone for the convention and its theme, Our Ways of Life, which will explore how values are shaped by a culture's relationship with the land. We have diverse cultures, diverse languages, but the core values are still there. Our ways of life are still very similar and how we can work together, especially when it comes to those obstacles that we face as Alaska Natives. Each region of the state will be highlighted, followed by panel discussions in part to heal some of the rifts that occurred last year when a bitter debate broke out on the last day of the convention over the Western Alaska salmon crisis. This Saturday, a Western Oregon tribe will celebrate the restoration of its federal recognition. As KLCC's Brian Bull reports, that event will happen at a site undergoing its own restoration. The 1950s saw many tribes' federal status terminated by Congress, resulting in decades of disruption and loss of ancestral lands. The Confederated Tribes of Coos, Lara Umpqua, and Siuslaw Indians were reinstated in 1984 after nearly three decades. To mark that occasion, the tribe will hold several events recognizing its sovereignty, including one at the Siuslaw Estuary outside Florence. Cultural stewardship manager Jesse Beers says his former dairy farm will be restored to its pre-development status, which will benefit salmon. The restoration will also incorporate native language and canoeing into its final design. Restoring the lands and waters, restoring the languages on the landscape within our own hearts and minds, and restoring all the pieces that were stripped from us during the reservation era, during termination, during boarding school era, all those things. A blessing and naming ceremony will complete the project. For National Native News, I'm Brian Bull near Florence, Oregon. The Cherokee Nation hosted a gathering of first language and fluent Cherokee speakers on Tuesday at the Tribe's Urban Feeling Language Center at Tahlequah. The event is one of the largest gatherings of fluent Cherokee speakers in modern history. During the gathering, Principal Chief Chuck Hoskin Jr. and Deputy Chief Brian Warner spoke about the tribe's historic efforts at saving the Cherokee language and gave a glimpse at some of the tribe's next steps. In 2019, the Council of the Cherokee Nation approved the Durban Feeling Language Preservation Act, a legislation introduced by Chief Hoskin and Chief Warner to provide an initial investment of millions of dollars into Cherokee language efforts, the largest language investment in Cherokee Nation's history. I'm Jill Freitas.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by Drummond Woodsum, a full-service law firm whose nationally recognized tribal nations practice provides services to tribal nations and their enterprises and to companies that do business with tribes across the country. More at dwmlaw.com. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.